Hello everyone and welcome to the Round 11 Review. Three weeks off now, so in the coming weeks we'll have some uh, special event podcasts which have been organised by various members of the competition. Uh, before we get to that, let's have a look at what's happened this round on and off the field. Some cl- close games, some blowouts. Uh, I think the Whisperer has a fair bit of news for us. So let's get cracking and find out what's going on after round 11. Alrighty, and we're here with Ponyfish Islanders to bring us up to date with all the uh, approved trades, whispers and everything in between. Ponyfish, how are you this evening? I'm good, mate. How are you? Well, after you gave me a good reaming this weekend, not so good, but thanks for asking. <laughs> Come on, mate, it was expected. Well, it was expected, yes. I, I tried to shuffle some deck chairs on the Titanic, but um, apparently the ship still sank. It did, it did. So, yeah, not real happy. Uh, a couple of my premium type uh, people aren't performing at a premium level and uh, guessed wrongly on a couple of people that I benched and didn't of, but wouldn't have made a difference anyway. No. No. Just need some of my premiums to actually score like premiums. And you got a few to come back. So you got a few to come in. So, um, yes, I, I must admit, uh, my new recruit, uh, Brayshaw, he scored all right for us. So got a few set of bounce attendances and was starting to score reasonably well. So happy with that and hope that builds into the back half of the season. Yeah, well, let's well, let's probably uh, let's get into it in terms of uh, there was a few few trades that occurred late last week, which yeah. I know Legless and Stars touched on, but no one could fucking, fucking understand them. Fucking talking over each other and fucking <laughs> what the fuck was going on oh, there? Itchy and fucking scratchy, mate. I tell you, <laughs> uh, itching and scratching all the wrong spots there. Yes, it was uh, it was bizarre listening. I. I but I, I still couldn't uh, couldn't fast forward. I just didn't know what was going to happen next. Well, yes, that's, that's what happens. You know, you pay peanuts, you get manic monkeys. Very true, very yeah. true. So we'll just quickly run through. Um, both the trades from last week had a common theme and probably the f- common theme from the week before. There's, there's one individual involved. There is, there is. Uh, our man Legless has uh, been very heavy in trade discussions. So... His first trade there, he's uh, he's given Aussie Merker uh, Nat Fife and Bailey Smith, new DPP Bailey Smith. Yeah, mid forward. That's uh, that's handy. I don't think Legless was uh, was seeing that coming. No. So yes, yeah, so he has made sly comments so far. I think he's feeling slightly fleeced there. But um... and in in return, he got Jack McRae and Alex Sexton. I think Sexton might have got dropped straight away by him. So it was yeah. essentially McRae for Fife and Smith. Bailey Smith. What was your thoughts? Um, yeah, well, I'm pretty sure Sexton was just a bit a bit of steak knives. Um, but if McRae gets back to his very best, well, you know, he's on top of the ladder. He's gunning for a win this year. Um, yeah, McRae could be that man with the, with the star power. So having having a look at the points, uh, so Fife got one twenty two for Merker, Bailey Smith fifty one on the bench for Merker, so probably not his biggest score, but probably never was going to go huge against the Eagles in Perth. No. Uh, and what did our man McRae get this afternoon? Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't watch it all, but I'm pretty sure it was a, 
a 70-odd or something. Oh, 69. 69, everyone's favourite number. Got Stars, certainly Stars' favourite number. That's it. So, um, yes, while Stars is probably excited, uh, Legless probably not so much. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's yeah hard to know where that trade will go. Certainly McRae's a lot younger or probably, I'm guessing, three or four years younger than Fife. So, um, Legless has got himself a younger player in the deal. Um, but from, from Merker's side of things, I think Bailey Smith, if you um, well, Bailey Smith, if you're going to pick him up, I think you've probably got to keep him. I think he's going to be a good talent going forward. Yep. Um, and Fife, you're going to keep as well. And I think he's 26 or 27 or something. So he's still going to get a few good years out of Fife. Um, yeah, Fife's a little older than that, I think. Is but, he? Um, yeah. I think he's about 28. Maybe 28. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, yeah. And while that's fair enough, but I just think, you know, if you're gunning for a win this year, you need to get some players in who are going to help you win this year. Um, and McRae does that if he gets back to some form. And, well, you wouldn't be unhappy if you're Merck, you're picking up someone like Fife who can help you still win. And you picked up a bit of young talent along the way. Yeah, I think Merck has done a good deal there. Um, and obviously time will tell for Legless whether it whether it worked or not. But um, probably as we'll see in a second discussing the next trade, uh, he's not shy in trading guys that he brings in thinking that they're going to be a, a primo solution. That is true. So, so you never know. He could be on the move again, McRae. Could be on the move again, yes. Um, yeah, might have a nibble myself actually. But anyway, we'll see how that goes over the buys. So second trade uh, involved yourself. Did pop, you pop want cherry. to talk? Pop my cherry. Yeah, pop my cherry. Congratulations. Yep. I think you were the last one Last one left. Um, yes, probably was actually. Last one picked, last one Last one uh, picked at the ball. That's it. So, yeah, so well, I can't even remember now. I'm pretty sure I asked about Brayshaw. Yep. I think. Um, and, yeah, so he's went back and forward as one does with, Legless, you know, with Legless, yeah, a lot of messaging, you know, a lot of messaging. Um, but we went backwards and forwards a fair bit. Um, yeah, pretty happy. I had to check out Cunningham and when he's due back. So hopefully, he was listed as four to six. So hopefully, that he's back, uh, first round back after the buys. Um, and Higgins, I drafted him as a young forward, didn't expect much from him this year, but you know, with the star junior numbers and um, you know, best dense Rockcliffe and all that hoo-ha. I was hoping he'd show a little bit, but he hasn't really shown it, and I'm not sure that he will. Um, I'm hoping, yeah, well, Legless obviously hopes that he, he does. Um, he does have it in him, but I, I'm just not sure he's ever going to get that role at the Tigers. So, yep. well, I did well, I did, um, did draft him for future. I just, watching him this year, I think there might be one or two in the Tigers lineup that have gone past him for centre... Um, in a uh, midfield positions, so yeah. Well, well, yeah, probably when Ross Ross comes back, you probably wouldn't have necessarily had Ross ahead of him at the start of the season in the midfield, and um, Higgins is probably maybe looking a little bit more um, having to stay forward, maybe in a Rainer, Rainer type, type role. Yep, and look, there was a few games in a row where he went 80, 90, 90, and they're both high 90s, so I thought that was the turning point, but it just hasn't moved on, so I was happy to to move him on and get a deal done. Yeah, yep. No, I I don't mind the trade. Uh, certainly, I was a bit filthy 
when I saw on Thursday and Friday when it went down that you were uh, moving on Adams, who was going to be not playing on the weekend and bringing Brayshaw in. Yes. So I'll, I'll just, you know, he's out of position. He's getting a little bit more back into position. So I thought that it, it, I think going forward, if he gets in there, I think from my point of view, I reckon his ceiling's probably a little higher than Adams. So I was happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I picked up Adams as my first pick in uh, our league uh, draft number one and two. Yep. Um, and yeah, obviously I got rid of him quite early last year when he got his first injury, or he might have been underperforming. Yep. Um, so he certainly has great weeks, but he has other weeks where he can be a eighty point scorer. Yeah. So and yeah, that was, I, I, that was the other yeah. thing I sort of looked at was that. Beams, Adams, Trelaw, Sidebottom, Pendlebury, Sear to come in, and whoever Phillips and all the rest of them. That they, there's just a lot of lot of guys there. And Adams and Pendlebury in, in my, I mean, they're in the one team, but in my team, I've just, yeah, I was happy to diversify because um, as uh, disposable and uh, Vipers can attest to, having too many of one team is uh, not good for you. Yeah, and Cunningham's worth a look at as well. I mean, his sample size is uh, a little small, um, but, yeah, it gives you a chance to have a look at him when yeah. he comes back second half of the season, That's see it. if he's a keeper. Uh, yeah, so not too bad. And I guess probably the price that you had to pay to maybe get a Cunningham in that situation was uh, giving up your round two pick as well, I believe. Yes, uh, round two for round four. But yes, where, that's right. Where legless is and where I am, it's probably only going to be 14, uh, 13 spots anyway. So, uh, <laughs> you know, not giving up a lot there. You given given legless the premiership, are you? Well, no, I'm giving him probably top spot on the ladder. I didn't say he's going to win the premiership. It goes on ladder position at the end of the home and away, does it? Uh, well, actually, that's a that's a that's whole other discussion. I think. Yes. All I, right. I, I, I presumed it would be kind of like the AFL where your your pick. I know the season that comes to mind is when the Eagles beat Port, I think in Adelaide. Yep. To and steal kind of the fifth versus eighth, and they drafted at pick five or six yep. after that. So yeah. Um, oh, so I think if I think if you're eighth and you beat fifth. Um, and then you'd bow out the next week. It's going to then depend on each each week of the finals as we lose a couple of teams. Yeah, it'll be based on your overall that, record. Ladder position, uh, where you get knocked out first, and then ladder position. Other than, of course, the bottom four that don't make finals that go to the lottery. Yeah. So anyway, that's probably something yeah. for a poll a bit later on. Um, yes. Yep. And a bit of bit of uh, discussion over the buys. Yeah, so that was the trades that occurred. So we can uh, we can get into some whispers. I've got four or five um, whispers for this week. Rightio, hit us with them. So first one involving our favourite trader, Legless. So Legless has been well. This probably this story has two parts to it. So prior to the round, Legless was uh, on the blower to Dazed over in Queensland, uh, who's on holiday at the moment. Um, trying to offload a forward to Dazed, um, who was looking looking to be a forward short quite late on Friday. Yep. So Paddy Dow was getting thrown around, and uh, Legless was looking for a ridiculous amount back. 
Um, for Paddy Dow. he does. Yeah, for Paddy Dow. He's got rocks in his head. And uh, I think then Days counted and said, uh, look, you know, Parfit's really the only forward that I'd be interested in. And, uh, and, and talks were shut down quite, quite quickly. There was just no common ground there. Um, breaking news, then uh, discussions have, have commenced, albeit over different players, um, this evening. So Legless has already been in touch with Days since the round finished. Of course. Uh, offering up uh, a whole heap of players, including other ones that he might be acquiring in a trade soon to be announced. Right. Well, it's busy. So, yeah, very busy. So, um, but the, the theme of tonight's uh, trading from Dazed, he said, this legless guy, actually, let me have a look. What did he say about legless? Uh, I said, uh, you got any content for me tonight? And he said, uh, just that legless has serious issues. <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? And he said, he, he keeps trying to give me two average guys for a primo. Yes. Yes, he does. So Anna. I can, I can just, while we're on the rumor front, uh, I can, I can attest to the fact that legless has been on the, uh, on the message to me and to uh, Vipers. Oh, there you go. So what, since, since the round closed? Since the round closed. <laughs> and I've just so, had another text come through from Vipers, and Legless is a very busy young man. Oh, <laughs> what what would his wife think? Hey, well, I'm not sure that um, I'm, you know, I'm not sure that he would even be seeing her on a Sunday night ever. So no, because he's just too busy trying to calculate deals. Um, yeah, he's well. So far, he spoke to me. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten messages there. Bloody hell! Um, he's also he's talking to this. Uh, did you say to disposable? Was it or uh, days? Days. And he's talking to vipers. So if he's talking to us three, I'm sure he's talking. Oh, and talking to yourself. So he's talking to at least four, four or five different people at the moment. Well, I've I've just had a message coming as we're speaking from uh, from manic monkeys as well, saying that Legolas is on the blow to him. Oh my god, he's that's now half the competition. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, so apparently what he was trying to grab off uh, days tonight was Lockie Hunter um, for his couple of average players. I think it was uh, uh, Hugh Greenwood and Parfit for Lockie Hunter and days told him to, to move on. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so who, who's he offering? Lockie Hunter and... Uh, he was trying so, to get Lockie Hunter. So he offered Hugh Greenwood and uh, Parfit for Lockie Hunter. Right. Poor old pastor so, getting passed around like a slut at a college party. He certainly is. Let's have a look what uh, what Manic Monkeys has just sent me. So Legless has doo, 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 doo. he's gone to Manic and said, "Are you still in the market to trade either Sheed or?" Let's uh, let's get into the whispers. Yes, whisper away. So uh, our favourite uh, trader Legless has uh, was very busy. Uh, prior to the trade, uh, sorry, not the trade, the uh, the weekend starting. So the first whisper of the night had him contacting Dazed once he saw that Dazed was shorter forward, um, and he was offering up Paddy Dow. Um, oh, the man you could get off the waiver wire. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, and uh, apparently, yeah, Dazed Dazed was not impressed with uh, with who he was trying to grab off him. 
So, um, so that one uh, drew a drew a short straw. Dazed uh, did counter with Parfit, but uh, Parfit, um, yeah, legless uh, wants to obviously hold on to him. Um, although he keeps offering him in other trades, so he offers it. He's been passed around like nobody's uh, business. Yeah, so there's no no common ground on that one. Um, there has been contact between the two this evening, so. Uh, I'll just have a quick look here. I've got a message from uh, from Dazed over in Queensland. Um, asked him if he if he had any content for the trade whispers, and he uh, he replied with uh, Legless has some serious issues. Well, we all knew that, but uh, I'm guessing here a few low ball offers. Yeah, so apparently uh, Legless is trying to offer up two average players to try and get a primo. Right. So uh, Lockie Hunter was the target, and he was uh, offering up either Hugh Greenwood or Parfit. For Lockie Hunter. Lockie Hunter. Good luck with that. Legless, you've lost the plot, mate. Well, poor old Legless. Um, just uh, just checking my messages. I know he's been in contact with me, and I know he's been in contact with you, and I also know he's been in contact with Vipers this evening. So is there and... out there that he hasn't been in contact with yet? And uh, yeah, also uh, Manic Monkeys has just sent me through a message saying uh, saying that he's also been in touch with him too. So he is a busy boy on a Sunday evening. Man, apparently that's how you get to stay on top of the ladder. That is it. That is it. So uh, I'll just have a quick look here at Manic Monkeys' message. So Legless has asked him whether Sheed or Sidebottom is available. Uh, Manic has said, "Yep, Sidebottom. I would. Uh, I'm willing to hear offers." And Legless has offered him Caddy and Hugh Greenwood for side bottom. All right, and I'm guessing Manny jumped up and down with excitement at that offer. Yeah, he's uh, he's laughing in the message at him. So, uh, so Legless is getting turned down there. Right. Well, I know I know he's um, offered Parfit for a couple of people for me, and I'm um, I haven't had a good look at Viper's message, but it's full of swear words and laugh um, emojis. So I'm guessing. He's <laughs> Uh yeah yeah so no he's he's a popular man on the old trade front. That's um, it. That's it. Well he must well he must have spent every what are we at now nine o'clock, and he must have spent every hour every minute of every hour since lockouts lifted to uh get some trades done. I think so. I think so. If we have a look, the next whisper I had here was between myself and Aussie Merka. Um, so I guess can I guess. Archie Smith. Archie Smith, you got it. You got wow, it. Wow, how did I guess? So he uh, he approached me once uh, Archie Smith was named with Steph Martin to see if I wanted to acquire him, along with uh, Bailey Smith that he just picked up from Legless. He wanted me to um, add him to Isaac Smith so I could have the three Smiths. But, uh, but yeah, no no deal. Aussie Merkel was... Uh, he was... He was quite fair in, in his deal, but like I explained to him, Bailey Smith and Archie Smith wouldn't be keepers in my team, so I'm not going to pay keeper prices for players that I can't keep. All right. So basically what we're saying then is uh, there's a few selection issues at uh, Aussie Merck because he's gone too top-heavy and he's basically stuck with them. 
too many rucks. He's cooked. It's just there's. Unfortunately, Aussie didn't get to see last season what happened with Lice at, at Slippery Gypsies. Um, the rucks just That's don't seem to get traded. I said, hey, nearly a ton for the great man today. Yeah, that's it. He's, he's been a great pickup for you. Yeah, and he's sitting on my bench this week, so that's good. I did well. Certainly did. Uh, Dazed also made some inquiries uh, pre the lockout um, for the round that just finished. So he did make some inquiries around uh, either Tomlinson's availability <laughs> and, whether, yep. and whether I was interested in Jack Bowes. Um, I am, but once again, wouldn't be a keeper for me. So hard to take a keeper talent on, but then give him up. Yep. So didn't really see a point. Um, and he also was sniffing around Hopper. I think he regrets uh, giving Hopper to me um, six or seven weeks ago. Yep. But uh, but yeah, no deal there. Hopper Hopper is off the table, everybody. Right. So Hopper's on the do not touch list. Leave him alone. He's he's mine. Yes. Along with Josh Kelly, Geelong Vipers. Just imagine what he would look like if he was in your keeper team. That's it. Hey, go well. Uh, and then the last uh, last one I had for us was uh, just a cheeky little late <laughs> offer that Disposable threw in just before lockout, uh, offering up Broadman um, to me, and he was trying to pick up Tomlinson. For Broadman. For Broadman. Right, yo. All right. Well, seeing as you consider Tomlinson, you know, the second coming of Jesus, I'm, I'm guessing that didn't happen. No, it did not happen. Uh, Tomlinson is a, uh, you know, an A grader. Broadbent's a C minus. A grader, my heart. Anyway, yep, okay. You know, I suppose we better chuckle along to keep the vibe of the show moving, as they say in the classics. A-grader. Yeah, and then uh, obviously we've, we've talked trades. Now we've talked whispers, and uh, we, uh, uh, we have a trade to announce. One more whisper first. I had a little nibble at Zeeble on Friday afternoon uh, before the new coach took over, trying to extract him from DT87. But uh, yep. unfortunately, he wouldn't have a bar of it. He he said, I'll have a look in the buys. But I think now after his, what did he get, 104, he's probably yeah. a lot harder to get out now. Dream Team 87 is always very, very polite as well when he comes back to you. He's yeah. The politest man you could have trade discussions with in the league, I think. He says, get stuff in the most politest way. He does. He does. Yeah, very polite man. So, yes. So, okay. So, um, that's last week. And so, have we got any... So, we've always gone through a few whispers for this week already. And apparently, my message box is just lighting up as we speak. There is a trade sitting here for me to approve. There is a trade sitting there for you to approve. So, uh uh, our man Legless is is involved. No shit. And uh, and he's he's finally convinced me to do a trade with him. Right, yeah. You want to talk us through what's going on here? So I am gonna send uh, Adam Tomlinson, second coming of Jesus. Yep. Across to Legless, along with my round eight pick. Fucking round eight. All right. Yep. Sorry. So. I'm- Laugh at this, but anyway, keep going. Tomlinson in round eight, um, and Legolas is going to send me AJS Hawker's round two pick. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. Come, come on, Hawker. I'm I'm banking on you finishing bottom four and taking me to the lottery, mate. <laughs> right. So round two, Legolas is round thirteen. Oh, fuck. Here we go. 
hope Stars has got a spreadsheet for all this shit because I don't. <laughs> and also, uh, well, what probably convinced me as well is he. I don't know if he's in, well. I guess he is involved in the trade because we we did talk about well, who are you going to drop? And I was looking for not giving him pick eight. Yep. But I said, who are you going to drop? And he said, look, I'll I'll drop Richard Douglas for you. And uh, had a look. There's probably worse around than Richard Douglas on the uh, on the free agent list. So he picked up a lazy thirty one in the SANFL. So I said, all right, look. You put Richard Douglas in, I'll take Walker's pick two, your pick 13, and Richard Douglas. Okay, well, my head hurts after listening to all that, but okay, so, yes, that's a busy little... So, basically, you just got picks and you're going to throw out Douglas. Uh, well, yeah, I got picks and Douglas. Well, I'll sit on Douglas, I'll see what he does if he gets a game during the buys. He's right. mid-forward mid eligible. Got 31 posies on, on the weekend. So, see what happens. But, yeah, obviously, second coming of Jesus is on the way out. All right. Okay. And, and I'm up to up to three three second rounders for, from other teams. So, yourself, Dream Team 87, and Disposable. I now all own your, all own your second rounders. Now, how many first rounders have you got? Uh, just the one, which which will be Manic Monkey's first rounder, because we we swapped first rounders at the Saturday event. Right. Busy. So, so yeah, there is picks going all over the place, but yeah, I, I'm quite happy to pick my first five players um, in the first two rounds, which will finish off my starting eighteen, hopefully. Right. Oh, it's forward planning and sitting at the top of the ladder. Well, I'd be sitting higher if Geelong Vipers, but that's, you know, bloody, what an idiot. He, oh, yeah, with no, well, you know, you run the gauntlet with no rucks. Back up, it's, you know, emergencies are there for a reason. Just, uh, we'll just halt the podcast here for one second. Jack, shut the fucking freezer, please. Apparently, this stuff doesn't stay cold if you don't shut the freezer door. It's still in your ice cream. Anyway, he's eating. He is actually stealing my ice cream, and he's left the freezer open so no one else can eat any. <laughs> good kid, good kid. So, so that's 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 it in the way of uh, of trades that occurred, trade whispers, and a late breaking trade which uh, which you can go in and approve, Kamish. Right. Oh, I can hit trade. Let me just approve trade. There we go. Done. Done deal. All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, keeping us up to date with all the trade news and whispers. And we'll be back shortly to go through the round review, which I'm not looking forward to doing with you. (laughs) We'll speak to you soon. Right. Well, that's about the worst review ever. He's going to cop a fair bit now on that review. That was a shocker. Alrighty, and now we're back uh, to do the round review. And as much as I don't really want to do this one with this particular person, um, we might as well get cracking with the first game: AJF Hawker versus Ponyfish Islanders. Yes, and uh, and what a match up it was! What a match up it was! Uh, what the, what they end up winning by it was about one hundred and hundred and fifty odd. Oh, I think you're selling me short there. I think it was one hundred and sixty nine. Oh, well, he's counting. <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, it was a it was a solid win. So it was a solid win. Um, 
15-15 of uh, five score. 13-46 is a pretty shit score. Yes. So where did it all go wrong, mate? Um, well, I was talking with Mirko on Friday afternoon, trying to take a bit of a punt on which one of my um, crappy forward line might have a good game. And having a look at the scores, my bench outscores my field, so I punted wrong. Don't take me to the track, anyone. Um, yeah, but having a look, in all honesty, not re- I mean, that's 160-odd points, whatever you rec- said it was. But if you put, if I had a guess right and we get a lot closer, uh, my biggest problem is uh, some of my premiums not scoring in premium-like fashion. It's just uh, Toby Green, 47, uh, Ross, 73, Sloan injured for 30. Um, and probably the biggest disappointment of the season is Witherden. He's pumped out a 50. Yeah, he has not worked out for you at all. So, um, yeah, I think you've pretty well lost that one in your defence. Yep, Hardwick Hardwick was looking good for a little while, but it looks like him and Impey have sort of swapped roles, and it looks like I've delisted the wrong one for the time being. Um, Impey's now gone from that uh, small dashing defender to... The link guy, and he's getting so many cheap plus sixes at the moment compared to Hardwick, um, who was um, yeah getting all that cheap stuff, but not at the moment. My heart bleeds for you, mate. Yeah, yeah, you sound pretty disappointed. <laughs> so, yeah. Obviously, uh, Sloan, it'll be interesting to see how long he's out for, hopefully just three or less weeks with the bye. Yeah, well, a hamstring, it didn't seem all... I don't think he had any ice on it at the end of the game because he was up jumping around when they finally won. So he didn't have a lot of ice on it. So hopefully not too bad. <clears throat> but, um... <coughs> pardon me. Um, but, yeah, when GWS are playing Gold Coast um, and you've got three... Five. Five GWS players, that, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. Need a miracle, or the team bust bust the crash. Yeah, it did did not work out well. Certainly, my my defence did what it's been doing, kind of getting eighties, and then Laird kind of getting his ninety or a hundred. So that that was a, a big win. Um, Isaac Smith and Tomlinson hurt me a bit in the midfield, but then I had Kelly Heppel, Hopper all all turning up. So that was that was handy. And yep, so. Cruiser had a decent game for me, which sort of clawed a little bit back. But like I said, guessing wrong on Atkins and Toby Green not having a good day out um, against the Gold Coast um, was a bit disappointing. Well, one thing too I just want to add as well, and kind of going into Friday night, seeing what your final team was, I was very, very happy to see that you didn't have my check-in and that you brought Atkins in pretty much at his expense. I did that, yes. That was a that was a fuck up, mate. Ninety. And when when does uh, when does Lysett possibly get a get a run in the forward line? And can you maybe get a? Well, have you still got? Oh, you still got Phillips there. Uh, I did think about putting him in there, but I just thought a big man trip. And I did say to America, there'll be some people who go really big in China, and while that's not massive, that's pretty good for Lysett. It was just a bit of a punt, him coming off a muscle, travelling on a plane. I just didn't think that he would potentially go that big. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, my, f- 
wouldn't have really mattered anyway. But um, yeah. no, my forward line was a was a bit disappointing. Other than DeBoer, but I was running a bit of a mate makeshift forward line with uh, with Lambert and Wallace out. So yes, a couple of big hits, but um, yep. Well, like I said, when your midfield's playing um, Gold Coast and you got three or four of them there, it's uh, easy pickings, really. Yeah. Well, uh, all I've got to say to you, mate, is uh, look forward to seeing you next season because I do not think I'll be playing you again. No, uh, don't. Uh, you know, don't give up on me just yet. You are cooked, mate. That's why I was after your second rounder. All right. Whatever. <laughs> what happens? Let's move on. All right, Manic Monkeys versus Disposable Heroes. And a resounding win for Manic with a 135-point win over the Heroes. Yeah, round round high score for Manic Monkeys there. So uh, he'd be very happy getting another round high score and banking some money. Yes, so he's done well. And, oh, just push the thing shut, would you? Hurry up. Oh, it's hard to get good help these days. <laughs> Who would have kids? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, having a look here, um, comparing the defence, um, they look pretty even, to be quite honest, in the defence. Yeah, very even. So, certainly, yep. not, no, no, no... No major there. No, obviously, no. Um, McGrath for Manic yeah. getting the one ton out of both teams. He'd be happy with his progress. Uh, Houston, Burton, and Broad, well, Broadbent, 60. Um, I can't believe Disposable has that many poor players. But anyway, um, Burton, he'd be happy with his return with the 82. Um, but Burn Jones, is yeah, he, he did well. So it looks like all the Port defenders are doing a good job at the moment. Yeah, they're getting the job done for him. So moving into the midfield, uh, it's where it's a little bit disappointing for Disposable Heroes with Selwood, 64. Dunstan, 69. Powell Pepper, 51. <coughs> and McIntosh, 48. And there's probably... Uh, That's pro- there. probably most of the game there, isn't it? Um, certainly, I made mention of it in the chat during the weekend. I think put a circle around Joel Selwood there. I You're just not getting a fantasy-type performance out of him so far this season. I think that's another one on Legless's duds that he's offloaded. So, yep. Um, so, we might have to change his name back to the police, huh? Um, <coughs> oh, pardon me, excuse me. <clears throat> Die quietly. Sort your shit out, Legos. Oh, sorry, not Legos. Fucking Hawker. <laughs> yeah, What's going on, mate? Yeah. So, oh, that's nearly out. Um, yeah, so on the flip side there, Manic Monkeys. Mm, solid just just solid. Up. Solid without being spectacular, I think you would call that. Yep, and probably just uh, a little bit more solid. Uh, a more consistent one would say than um, disposable. So, so Rux, Rux, uh, as expected, disposable 112 with Grundy versus Lobs 86. So he clawed back a little bit there, probably not as much as what he would have hoped for. Just keep going. I'm just going to grab a drink. Keep going. Sure. And uh, if we move on to the forward line, um, it's probably also where. Mannix made up some points as well. So while Robbie Gray with 120 and Dustin Martin 105 did well for disposable, um, Tom McDonald's 36, Noah Bolter, Noah Bolter 50, and Rosie 65 um, definitely hurt him against 
Once again, nothing spectacular, but got the job done for, for Manic. He probably gained another 40 or 50 there. That he has. So, sorry about all that, mate, but hopefully I'm uh, over that now. You're all right, mate. I'm sure sure the boys will enjoy listening to you coughing and choking and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, Stars and talking over each other and me coughing up a lung. That's good. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think if disposable... Yeah, if he just had a little bit more out of his forward line and maybe, yeah, a little bit more consistency in the midfield, then that was a lot closer game. Yeah. So, um, moving on to the next one, which looks like the close one of the round. It was. This was, this was a cracker. So, we had Slippery Gypsies uh, 14.54 to yep. Stars 14.74. So, Stars got the win by 20. So, uh, yes, having a look here, there's a bit of a hodgepodge of uh, scores. So I think got... I think I I think I know where where this got done. I'll, let's let's see if you pick it up on the way through. So having a look through, um, I've got Geary obviously poor buggers done his neck or leg or whatever it was. Yeah, tough luck that one. So thirty four. We've got Matt Kennedy, a thirty three. Sarah uh, Cameron thirty six and Sarah forty three. There's some. Pretty ordinary scores there for Slippery. There and is, but it's a shame for him because he, he wanted to get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven hundreds. Seven hundreds, is, yeah. And how many is on the other side? Oh, hang on. There we go. <laughs> I think you've just spotted what. There we go, yeah. <laughs> seven hundreds versus one, um, except one hundred was almost worth two. So yeah, I was wondering who had Canelio. Um, how the fuck? How the fuck do you win with one hundred versus seven hundreds? Well, it just probably goes to show the depth of uh, Slippery Squad, doesn't it? I think that yeah, that says a lot. So he's probably lacking a little bit in in depth. So, um, but yeah, um, other than that, I mean, there's not a lot of there's hardly any really fantastic scores there apart from that one. It's all just a little bit more solid than the up and downness of um, slippery. He's yeah, he's got mainly kind of fifty, sixty, seventies where slippery's got the three or four in the thirties. That's that's the difference, and and obviously Caniglio, one ninety two. He is basically the story of, of that matchup. And like, thank his lucky stars. He played GWS uh, Giants played uh, Suns this week. Yeah, so no, Stars would be very happy with that. I, I had him as cooked starting today. So, um, yeah, well done, Stars. That's probably goes a long way to helping you secure a final spot down the track, I think. So, yes. Um, yes, that probably could be the uh, season-defining game for him. I think so. Should, should we move uh, on to the next one? This sounds even funnier. Talking about season-defining, what the... And, and closer as well. Yeah, so so legless thirteen sixty one, uh, beating Vipers thirteen fifty. So yeah, so if you lose by eleven points, and you've got a do not play on your field, you'd, you'd hope your your backup person would score more than eleven points, wouldn't you? Let's have a look. Can you can you see the uh, the backup for the oh, no, do I've not play? The, I've got the backup person there. It's seventy six. Harris Andrews in. Oh, hang on, no, that's defence. So. Uh, we've got two do not plays. Oh, so, we do. Uh, the whore was out. 
So, yep, Hoare out. Andrew's Hoare's in. Out street corner up in Darwin. And uh, the others do not play. Stanley, and his backup ruckman is in the forward line there. Oh. So, the, so the, I'm not sure if zero plus zero equals... I think that's zero. Fuck. And you lost by 11. That's disappointing. How much would you say just a, you know... Just a very, very average ruck off the free agents list. How much? How much would they score? Usually, oh, probably get a solid twenty-five or thirty. So I'd say he's cost himself the win there. Probably cost himself a win, and uh, I'm sure Aussie Merker has an Archie Smith or a Mumford or a Goldstein or a some. He's got freaking four Marshall. Yeah, Marshall, him, yep. So Vipers, give yourself fucking two uppercuts, mate. Uppercut central there. You've you've got eight on the bench, so you can have reserves. Get a reserve ruck, or otherwise sit west of on the bench. Mate, but I can see why he didn't, because he's holding that massive talent like Silvani and Hanabry and Drew, all those massively good players that you're going to keep. You can see why he didn't want to get rid of them. You you can, you can. Let's let's have a look through the list. So, what, where, where, where else could he have improved here? Well, McMillan scored thirty-three. Got injured, so certainly he sold <laughs> sold himself short there. Yep, uh, Lynch. He, he's a fucking awesome pickup. What was he taking about round five or six? Yeah, and getting him about forty-five a week. Yep, so he's scoring well. And um, so, having said that, on the flip side, Legless had Higgins. Brand new edition. <laughs> so um, let's have a look. There's probably the forward lines uh, where Parfit and Hoskin Elliott got nineties. Uh, yep. Um, was probably the edge there. Yeah, mids were pretty even. Uh, Dane Beams fifty four. Fuck, you'd be disappointed if you were. Yeah. Legless with him, he's he's going down the track of um, Selwood. Actually, I think he might have even. Traded beams for Selwood. Did he? Well, that didn't fucking work. No. Oh, tra- yeah, he, he brought beams in for Selwood. Yeah. Off, off disposable. So yeah, not working anywhere there. No, McRae sixty nine for Legless. That worked well in week one. In week one, yeah. Oh, and and look at what who's who's Legless got in the in the defence that has a few has an injury issue. Uh, oh, that Mr. Whitfield. Yeah, isn't his collarbone snapped in about four places? Oh, I fucking hope not, because I bought him in bloody classic a couple of weeks back. So he better fucking just patch it all together and be good. So legless, I, mate, uh, I think Hawker might be back on the blower with uh, Cunningham for you if you're interested. Well, to be fair, you know, like we discussed earlier, he, um, he was mentioned, but he's not keen apparently. Not keen on Cunningham, but um, since he'll be back after the buys, I would have thought a mid-defender would have been quite handy. Right up his alley. Yeah. So, yeah, probably not a lot to write up in that match-up for Legless. He hasn't, um, hasn't had many big scorers. Long Vipers needs to give himself a fucking uppercut. Uppercut. Now, he's had fucking Hawley, 137, Dunkley, 119, Boat, 125, and then and a whole, no, whole heap of shit. And then, yep. And then holding guys like Drew, Silvani, Hanabry, and who the fuck's E. Phillips? Who the fuck's E? Ed. Mr. Ed. <laughs> Mr. Ed. Well, uh, Mr. Ed. yeah, I think uh, Vipers 
that this coaching move is a bit like Mr. Ed. Um, in the horse's ass. And what's ever happened to Vipers fire sale with players? Like, um, just no one's getting traded. Well, I suppose, you know, when your team's in the bottom half of the eight, you really can't demand the world, can you? No. And, um, you know, so I think, you know, he might be on a few people's lists. Yeah. Have we got any interesting DPPs kind of that have popped up in these teams either? I think um, uh, they should be displayed already if they. So I think Legless got two that were starting this round. So Dawson, Dawson and Greenwood both got forward eligibility. Yes. So um, much of a muchness. Are you unzipping your pants? <laughs> unzipping your pants there, Hawker? No, I don't have any pants on, so... Um, oh, that must be what's squeaking against your leather chair, mate. That's it. Um, no? It's a bit squeaky, is it? It is. Moving moving on to the next game. Rightio. Oh, that's uh, almost as big a belting as you gave me. Aussie Merka, 1633. That's... Can I can I correct myself? I thought I thought Manic Monkey's got the high score, but Merka's got the high score. Ah, he gone and absolutely reamed DT eighty seven a new one. He has fucking hell. That is a belting. How can Linehart score fucking hundred after hundred? No one's ever heard of the long haired hippie before three rounds ago. Yeah, and he's he's got good service out of Finlayson, uh, Rampy hundred and two. So he's certainly got a good jump on uh, Dream Team eighty seven with the back line. Yeah, well and truly whooped him there. And moving into the midfield, he's done the same again. Gaff five, Omira has remembered how to football, and um, poor old Rob Wingard did a hammy. Um, Cochin was underwhelming from a sense on his return. Trelaw was very underwhelming. Having him in my classic team, I noticed that a lot. Yep. Three, point, three points in the last quarter. Yeah, he just died. Yep, just thought, no, nah, it's too hard. I'm not going to bother. Oh, we've got free Beatty, he thought. Yep, and uh, that worked well too. Um, so, yeah, Duncan underwhelming after a big couple of weeks. Uh, and so was Henderson. So, yep, just... Nothing fired for DT87 this week. Uh, moving forward, oh, Big Max went all right, obviously, as opposed to Goldie, who crashed back down to earth like most people expected. Yeah, so no, definitely got some points there. Zeeble went all right for him. He did, and I'm really not happy that he didn't want to trade Friday afternoon because that would have been handy. But, um, yep, good luck to him. Have a look at Merkis' side there in the forward line. So his second highest scorer, Jack Darling, 104. Yes, I did see that, that Jack remembered how to football. Didn't he just pick him up this round? I think off Stars, Stars off the free agency. Could have, or was it week before? Yeah, well, yeah, certainly in the last couple of weeks he's just picked him up. So fuck, he'd be be happy with that. He would be. And, um, yeah, he's done well, so... Mumford's sitting on his bench with a 47. I don't know how many. What was the free kicks against this week? About 12, 13? I, can't, I don't know. But uh, he's run out of puff, old Mumford. Yeah, got a got a chip tooth. Did he? Oh, bad luck. Chip tooth. Chip, chip tooth sitting in the mouth guard at the end of the game. Excellent. Um, I don't like We'll move on from that because I don't like that sort of stuff. Um, but a solid win for Merca, and that helped his percentage out a great deal. Yeah, I think that solidifies him uh, very much looking like a, a top eight contender 
um, probably for finals coming up in seven, eight weeks' time. That's right. So, yep, um, he's well, well on his way there. That percentage boost jumped him up above Team Awesomer. Up in the fifth. That's right. So, um, last game, we have Team Awesomer, who also had a win, but not quite as resounding against how the mighty have fallen, the old dazed and confused. Yeah, so... Yeah, fourteen thirty-two for Days been confused, fifteen fifty for Awesomer. So Days has dropped uh, four of his last five um, heading yeah. into the bye. So Wise come at a good time probably for uh, the former number one ladder leading uh, team. They hit with injury. Salem decided that the concussion was too much, and he decided to pike. So he's picked up fifty-one from McVeigh, replacing Salem. Um, so yeah, there's definitely been some points gained there in the back line for Awesomer. Um, Sicily, Suckling, Hurley, so there's all, three. all doing very well, and a half decent one from Duggan. Whereas the back line that was scoring at will, and Keith and Kennedy all scoring bulk points, um, yeah, they're dried up a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, even Guthrie there, 61. That's a lot less than what he was spitting out there for about two or three rounds. Correct. And moving into the midfield, Team Awesomer has won by over 100 points with no tons in his midfield. Yeah, you have to probably say, midfield looks pretty even. There's three tons for Dazed. Yep, so apart from Sinclair... um, so, yeah, it's pretty disappointing on his behalf. Um, three tons and a couple, uh, a 90, and um, probably matched him nicely there, but just, yeah, couldn't get the deal done. Yeah, so in the rucks. Uh, yep, two crabs fighting against each other. Soldo outscores Sinclair, so that was, that was a slight win for days. One claw in front. And um, the forward line is pretty, pretty, pretty even. even. So Billings, obviously, uh, with a case of food poisoning or whatever the hell it was over there, um, Chinese spies tried to, you know, spike his dinner or something. Um, he was pretty disappointing, but you probably give him a pass based on the illness before the game. Uh, Parsons, not so flash, but, yeah, Cameron and Daniel, uh, yeah, done a good job. But it looks like mostly just that back line. Here's the where... back line, yeah, so about... 30-odd difference, um, Hurley over Alice, 25 Suckling over Guthrie, and then Sicily about 40 over McVeigh. So there's a majority of it. That's all just there, yeah. So, no, so, good win for Team Awesome. Yeah, so I think Dave's been confused to be working the, uh, the back line hard over the five and hoping they all can fire up at, um, after the break. I think so, I think so. So, yeah, certainly, uh, as I'm sure we will find out during your ladder um, update, yes. um, things are, are shaping up nicely for some teams and other teams uh, certainly might be needing to look to make some moves if they do want to make the finals. Yes, well, I know my boys will be going away on a, on a camp to uh, bond and try and pull themselves together. So, um, yes, you can rally for the last half. What we might do as well during the break is do a bit of a fixture analysis. Um, So I've done a quick one for me and my only saving grace for the last five games is I'm playing everybody around me and none of the top sides. 
Yeah, I think I've got a hard run because I've got Legless, who's top next. Then I've got Stars. Then I've got Dazed. Then I've got Manic. I think, yeah, I think I've made me a I think I've most of the top five, five or six. So I've, yes. got a, I've got a hard run to come. I'd say I'm playing all the shit teams down the bottom, which I am, but I'm also one of those shit teams. So um, there'll be a few eight-point games uh, coming up. So, yeah, during the buys, we might get together and do a uh, fixture analysis, and there'll be some other special event podcasts coming uh, during the buys. So stay tuned. Sounds good. All right. Well, um, thanks for kicking my ass and um, at Fantasy this weekend, and... Uh, thanks for keeping us up to date with the whispers and all the reviews. No worries, mate. Have a good week. Cheers, buddy. Alrighty, and now with only five rounds left to go, let's have a look at how the ladder's shaping up. Um, it'll fill some with uh, happiness and some are getting uh, a little bit worried at the moment. Legless is on top of the ladder with uh, eight wins from his 11 starts and sits ahead on percentage by uh, Beesdick, 0.04% ahead of Manic Monkeys. Pony, oh, hang on, I haven't looked at this for a while. Manic Monkeys, where's Dazed and Confused? He's fallen back in a huge hole. Holy shit. Um... Okay, so Manic Monkeys is in second spot now, and uh, with 32s, 8 wins, um, 4 on 1. Ponyfish Islanders, 4 on 1 after tallying me up nicely this weekend. Dazed and Confused, 1 and 4 from his last 5, from his once seemingly impregnable position, is uh, just dropping down the ladder a little bit at the moment. Having said that, with only 5 rounds to go and he's 3 games clear of 8th, um, probably comfortably still in the finals. Um, and so is probably the next two on six wins, uh, Aussie Merka and Team Awesomer, both sitting on six wins and five losses. So they're ahead of the ledger. And with five rounds to go, we'll probably stay far enough ahead of the chasing pack to stay in the eight. Now, from seventh down to twelfth, it gets a little bit more interesting. Stars has his nose in front with a five and six record and sitting in seventh spot with percentage just under 100. And from there, we are one, two, three, four teams on four and seven with Dream Team 87 with the best percentage and uh, taking the final spot in the eight as we speak. So he'll stay there for the next three weeks, which you'll be pretty happy about. Uh, Geelong Vipers and my good self are also on four wins and disposable heroes just behind me on percentage. Um, And down the bottom, all Slippery Gypsies, who has um, a two and three record in the last five. So... Um, still pretty tight, and if Slippery gets his act together, he could still be in the hunt for the finals. Five rounds to go, one game and percentage out. He'll need a, a good run. His percentage is actually better than everyone else above him. That's not in the eight, so that will be helpful for him. So, yeah, very interesting. Um, I dare say that Stars... Vipers, myself, Disposable and Slippery will be 
working hard in the next three weeks to try and get a team together that might scrape into the eight and potentially, hopefully, cause some damage in the final four weeks of the season. While the rest, Legless and Manic and so on, uh, will be just sitting there laughing. So, uh, great job by everyone so far, especially the top four who seem to be set. Uh, the next two are pretty reasonably set. And um, it's a bit of a bun fight for the rest.